I got into the law of attraction and new age spirituality because I believe that I could attain wealth, I could attain relationships and anything that I wanted by simply thinking good thoughts until I found out the truth. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to be talking about the concept of the law of attraction and how many people, including Christians, are becoming deceived into believing this concept. And today, we have Natalia Lavaggi, who was into New Age, Hinduism, and really into the law of attraction as the base philosophy of her life until it led her down a path of experiencing evil spirits in her life. Natalia, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Natalia, it is awesome having you on our show. For those who don't know, what exactly is the law of attraction, Natalia? And what was so attractive to you about this belief? Well, the law of attraction basically is this new thought spiritual movement. It's a doctrine about believing that you could attain anything that you want. You can manifest anything you desire and attract whatever it is that you want. Relationships, wealth, wow. you know, the home, the job that you want, just with your thoughts. You believe that you are divine and wow. you are your own God, which is exactly the same lie that Satan told Eve in the garden. It just comes in a prettier package for modern times. <laughs> Wait, Natalia, let me get this straight. So you're saying that according to the law of attraction and new age beliefs, is this belief that if I were to just sit here and just concentrate real hard on having a car, having, you know, opportunities, job opportunities, whatever it is, it'll just come to me? Yeah, essentially you meditate on what it is that you desire continuously. So you repeat what it is that you want through mantras, you create vision boards, you think about it consistently, and then the universe will bring it to you because you create your own reality and you manifest what it is that you want by your thoughts. And that goes both ways. Wow. So if you think negative Weird. thoughts, you'll attract negative things. If you think positive thoughts, then you'll attract positive things. Oh, so it's this thinking that if you're into new age and all that stuff, you're just going to be like, try to be positive. And then if you're negative, it's almost like, oh no, I'm going to like wreck myself, right? There's almost this fear of being negative. Yes, it completely changes your worldview. You become your own master. And so you don't think about God as a personal being. Everything just becomes energy. And so mm. if your thoughts are high energy, then you'll attract things that are like that. So high energy relationships. And when I say high energy, I mean like what people say, good vibes, you know, so. <laughs> oh, good vibes. Yeah. You know, good people like wealth and, you know, all the things that people in our culture strive for. But if you're thinking negative things then you'll attract negative things in your life, negative relationships, negative outcomes, you'll feel negative. So the ball is all in your court for everything that's in your life. There's no concept of good and evil, and God mm. is no longer a personal being. Everything's just energy. You know, what's interesting about that is for you, when you were younger, what was so attractive to you about this belief? 
Honestly, it's because you feel like you're in control. You feel like you can attain whatever it is that you want. And like I said before, there is no concept of God as a personal being. And so the whole idea of even sin, you know, I was raised in a Catholic home. And so for Mm. me, God as a young girl was a personal being that I would speak to. But the law of attraction completely changes your worldview about God and what spirituality is in general. And as you focus on what you desire and, you know, you meditate on these things, your focus is completely distracted from God because you begin to believe that you have the power to attain everything you desire by way of mantras and all these other things. So the concept of sin is also removed, which I think is also very appealing because you then feel like you could do whatever it is that you want without accountability. And so it's like a bit of a spiritual buffet. You can take a little bit of here, a little bit from there, but you're never answering to God. (laughs) Now, Honestly, you have a really clean life. I mean, you're a beautiful person. You seem to have wealth. And if you were still believing in these concepts, people on the outside might say, well, this belief seems to work. You know, now, did you experience this law to actually work in your life? I mean, it does garner results for sure. I noticed that I would receive things that I wanted and I would notice signs and coincidences, but I was never satisfied and I always wanted more. And it opened up the gateway into deeper new age spirituality. That was a lot more than just about attaining the things that I wanted. I never really had true peace because my focus was on attracting things and my own carnal desires. And of course, I did experience some of the results and it surely puffed up my ego because I felt, wow, you know, this is magic. I really can get whatever it is that I want. But the thing is that the chase never ends. You know, you're always seeking something else, something new, another sign, another experience. Experience. So it's just this constant chase. So you are seeking other stuff. There was other belief systems that you basically got into to get deeper. What were they? I started to get more into Eastern spirituality and esoteric beliefs. And it Mm. wasn't just about seeking things for myself, but also to heal myself for some of the things that I needed healing for both physically and emotionally. And I always Mm. wanted to help others because even as a little girl, I always felt I wanted to help others. And I thought that this was a way for me to do it. So I started to read more new age books, got into tarot card reading, intuitive and psychic readings, channeling spirits. Whoa. Yeah. Chakra healing, shamanism, energy healing. So, you know, at the end of the day, fundamentally, all of these modalities teach that we are all our own gods and that the universal cosmic force lives in all of us and it just needs to be awakened. So again, referring to energy and the universe and seeking guidance from creation not the creator. Now, I understand that you got into crystals and healing, like crystal healing with the new age stuff. But what did you experience with that? Was it like a very lasting effect? What was that like? Uh, You know, I would experience a type of euphoria at times and a state of bliss in these sessions and meditations with these different modalities, kind of like a high. Interesting. But it was very temporal and I had to keep doing these practices and meditations to keep feeling it. I was driven by the emotional highs of it, but when it would pass, I wanted to keep experiencing something higher. So that's why I just kept getting deeper and deeper into all these other, you know, even darker modalities when it comes to channeling with spirits, you know, that's definitely a lot darker and you're opening up a lot more portals and gateways there. 
and it's kind of like a drug, you know, you have to keep taking it to get a hit, you know, and to get high. Yeah. And then, yep. you know, it's not like the shalom and the peace that we have in Jesus now mm. and that I have in Jesus now. So I felt void and empty at times in these meditations, but I didn't really? feel, yeah, I, I didn't feel loved by a personal God. It was just this never ending chase for the next experience and the next blissed out, you know, meditation. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it was almost like a drug high. Now, as you were starting to get into the mantras and specifically the spirit guides, the peace didn't linger, like it didn't stay. And I understand you ended up struggling with panic attacks suddenly. Is that right? Yeah, no, it didn't last. You know, also I experienced postpartum depression and that oh, was wow. a very dark period of life for me. And the modalities that I was practicing didn't help at all. Hmm. It was a time of feeling completely lost and disconnected from the normal, joyful person that I was prior to me having a child. Oh. And I know a lot of this also is hormonal. So I'm not judging any of the women who are listening to this who are experiencing postpartum depression or invalidating it. But right. I just know that I felt this intense heaviness and lack of energy and motivation to do anything. And, you know, I would smoke weed to escape feelings and, you know, drink occasionally. Mm. And I remember one time I was alone with my son and I just had this horrible panic attack and curled up into a ball of fear that was triggered by just one thought and it spiraled out of control. And I just felt wow. so paralyzed by the fear. And that was something that I hadn't experienced before. And I just laid there paralyzed so in fear. Yeah, it was terrible. You know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night in kind of like this partial sleep state in absolute fear and dread. And so much more, like so much more fear started to build up. And that was something that I felt started wow. to kind of become out of control. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's stop there, Natalia. I want to have you on our next show to reveal more about what this new age stuff did to you. Natalia, thanks so much for being on our show. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Don't move. I'll be right back after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. What do you think about this? To me, it's crazy how someone can believe that just by thinking positive thoughts, that they will naturally only attract positive things to them. Even natural science defies this thought. Think about it. Because if something has a positive charge, then naturally, negative charges are attracted to it. But seriously, there is a thought pattern. And some are preaching this in church and in business circles. That you can just wish and think upon good things and ask the universe and then the universe will give it to you. The problem is that people are not really looking what is behind the curtain. Who is this universe? How do we know this universe is a God or a deity? 
The universe is a thing, not a being. So then who are people being instructed to call out to? Could it be that they're praying to the universe, that they're actually praying to what the Bible calls the prince of the power of the air? In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 through 3, it says, In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now walks in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. The universe of the new age is actually simply asking the prince of the power of the air to provide them the things they wish for. Let me be a little more clear. The prince of the power of the air, the holy scriptures are alluding to, is the devil. This is not a good thing because it's almost like making a deal with the devil. This is exactly what Natalia is talking about. And it's everywhere. Maybe you've delved into it. Maybe this type of thinking has affected you, the law of attraction. Father God, we come to you. And we ask you, Lord God, the God of heaven, the God of the universe, to push away any wrong doctrine, any wrong thought, any lie, any deception out of our hearts and our minds. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.